Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 86 of Beer Talks 24. Right now, I'm in the city of Terrence in East L.A. I have a very, very special guest, my boy, Albert and Sergio from Inquisitors Brewery. And they're part of the club SoCal Cerveceros. What's up, guys? What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, Thanks for coming. It was no, I, I, you know what? It, I, traffic was perfect. I got here in time, you know, and uh, people were telling me you're gonna have them on. It's like, yeah, like when? It's like and Thursdays, like on Wednesday. It's like we try to schedule. Uh, I was supposed to have you guys on last week. Yeah. Then uh, take care of my girl with her doctor, and now we just we gotta have we gotta happen it, dude. Yeah, family's more important. Yeah, but I'm glad we got first, dude. I man, I just uh, been hearing a lot about you guys. I had your beers um, at Beer Fest in Long Beach. Right. Those some creepers, yeah, and yes, I yeah. had a very good time. Good war cloud. I I had your guys' beers. I had Big Boys Brewery, uh, Borders X. You know, uh, Beer Thug Life, and all those guys. You have some. I mean, SoCal Service Hotels. You guys have fucking good beers. Ooh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, how long does it take just to make like some good beers? Like oh, like a couple months? No, it takes about four or five weeks. Uh huh. Yeah, from start to finish. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So, but also too, we have. We also done some beers that we, that we got done about seven days. Oh shit! Yeah, done, yeah. that's right. Finished seven days. Yeah. How many beers did you guys bring that day? Well, on beers fest. Uh, three. Three beers. Yeah, three beers. We yeah, used to have leftovers, but they're all gone, huh? Uh, yeah, they're pretty much all gone. They're pretty much, yeah. Uh, they, they, they went at pretty much. They were all almost all tapped out at the. Yeah. Would you guys have? Would you guys do after the event? Do you have a little party or anything? Oh, everyone's all going to Big Boys. Like, let's go to Big Boys, bro. Oh, nah, like his house. Nah, we, nah, we 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 stay back. We uh, we just we home and go go relax. So we're pretty tired. Oh totally, man, yeah, was totally, We're all like, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. And then on the way, like halfway home to drop off all this stuff, we're like, oh, we're not gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are just tired, man. Yeah, we're like, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, uh, it's I miss the heat and stuff, and just and being out there in the heat all day and standing up. Yeah. And, you know, oh yeah, you know it was, it it was hot that day. You, you do a lot of talking. You know how it is. Yeah, you're sitting there talking to people constantly all day, yeah. hours and hours. It gets yeah, it was uh, it was interesting because when I went, um, uh, sour cream week, shouts to her and Beer Thug Life. They gave me a ticket. It's like you want to come? It's like I'll see what I can do. And they gave me and made a lot of connections. We made a lot of uh, uh, cool people. Right. Then the next day, uh, you had the little uh, I guess uh, SoCal Servicetas had their beer at the landing strip. Oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was over there, I met all you guys. You guys are super cool. I felt like home. I felt like just positive vibes, energy and stuff. People's like, damn, I'm gonna get fucked up every month over here. <laughs> you know? I told my girl it's like my girl's pregnant because she's a fanatical craft beer drinker and she's like, oh, Man, she's nice. like, I wanna I like where I like where it's at and, and that's when um you know, I, I was like, man, I want to get Inquisitors on the podcast, you know. But there's so oh, yeah. many home brewers that want to be on to have their So I just want your stories to be told. That's awesome. And, yeah, uh, and the reason why I wanted you on, because right now we're in the month of uh, <coughs> August for the craft beer months, you know. And uh, I'm going to be talking about earlier, I might be doing a separate podcast only about craft beers. And right. I want to keep on going strong with SoCal Servicetos. All right. Oh, you yeah. know? I don't know. Yeah. And that's what Beer Doug Life told me. I'm going to jump you in. It's like, why am I going to get jumped <laughs> in, though? <laughs> no, I want to pay, I wanna pay my fee to Ricky, dude. And they're going to pay my 40 bucks and get it. Like, no, nah, I'm going to jump you in, dude. Yeah. And I remember you mentioning that on your, uh, you, you did a live, a, yeah. a live, a live uh, yeah. stream. Yeah. And then you mentioned something about you getting jumped in. And, and then you said you don't want to get jumped in. And, and I wrote really quick, I can't promise. That. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who knows what's gonna have a beer thug, a beer thug life in the building? You never know what's gonna have. Beer thug life is—he's hilarious. Mm. And uh, um, how yeah. long? How long have you guys been with SoCal Service Settles? I would say about two years. 
Roughly uh-huh. about yeah. two years. Roughly, roughly two years. I think we got, uh, we joined uh, August of 2017. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had, they had a, a, a club brew day at the Memorial uh, Homer Shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And we took some beers and everybody was very welcoming. And they, I think they'll be after that. That's when we decided to join. So uh-huh. it's been about, yeah, about two years. Yeah, sure. I remember I was, they had a, they had a meeting at, um, what's it called? Uh, Angry, Angry Horse? The one in Montebello. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't there, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to that, and that's that's the first time I ever like went to a meeting and checked it all out and everything. Uh That's when I was like, okay, Uh this something is cool. There's a lot of society beer societies and stuff. Try to see, you know, have their home brewers and all that. But they're like a lot of people. Like, they want me to go, but they're from the Inland Empire, San Bernardino area. Oh, that's that's just like no. I want to stay where I'm in the L.A. area. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always iffy with like. Beer society is what they're all about, but with SoCal Cervecitos, it's more, it's very, it's, you're very, you're like home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like meeting new people, meeting new, you know, all you guys, like, man, you guys, uh, I met familiar bookworm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's a cool guy. I like the guy. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Hey Fred, you're awesome. You're funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then um, you know, like the one who won the whole thing was Magnitude. Oh yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Just like good. I mean, what do they make? What kind of beers do they make? Uh, I think uh, from what I from what I see, they make a lot of like, fruity stuff, right? They yeah, like they, they, they they did the Hamaica one. Right? The, the the one that won was a Hamaica one. Yeah, Hamaica saison. Oh, saison yeah. beers. Yeah, saison was with uh, Hamaica. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, 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 really, I haven't had a chance to taste it though. I was very I think it worked. we tasted it. I think on the on the on that little what was it called? That th- that thing at the at the little place next to Chella's. They, we had like a little competition. Oh yeah, guess, the, little cafe, the little cafe, whatever. Yeah, it's uh, like a competition or something. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. All, all the home brewers are part of the club. Uh, did like a little competition, uh-huh. and we all got to kind of vote on which ones we wanted to send up to Anchor. Oh wow! And uh, so that that one won there, and it got sent up. Yeah, to cool. Anchor. Uh-huh. And then after that, uh, I guess they got, they got picked to be to be to be the. Uh, the winners and got, yeah. to, got to go to okay. San Francisco Dang. and got to brew with Anchor and everything. That was really, really cool. How was, uh, I, I haven't went, but um, I remember the time Beer Duck Life had a collab with uh, King, Shouts to Kings. Oh, yeah. And that, that was the same day they did that beer can, same game. That was with uh, Coachella was happening. Yeah. Uh, how was that like? I heard it was crazy. The Coachella? Yeah. Oh, man. That was nuts. It's nuts to see it, especially from where it was before. Yeah. Even like so far, we've done because uh, Coachella. Technically, what it is, it's the anniversary party. Yeah. For the club, so this this was our third anniversary party with the club uh-huh. that we've done. So when we first joined, uh, we what we what actually happened was we were telling Ray, it's like, oh hey, you know, just joking around. Me and Albert, we, we want to pour for the, the thing. Sounds like a great you know event to to get our our name on everything. Yeah, yeah. And then Ray said, haha, well if you wanna if if you want to pour. You gotta join the club, and that's kind of what really got us into the club. Uh huh. So that that was a that, that was a, that was their second anniversary, and then the third one was last year's Coachella, which was like four hundred people maybe. Uh huh. Twenty brewers pouring, to go from like twenty brewers pouring and then four hundred in attendance, to fifty plus brewers brew, uh, pouring and what well, almost fifteen hundred in attendance. Fuck. That's a big jump from year from one year to the next. So. I mean, if that doesn't tell you that the club is growing like ex- like crazy, that I don't, I don't know what else would. I wonder how many people you guys have together as a club right now. I, right now, our membership is up 150. Yeah, 150. Yeah. Wow. Like a lot of homebrewers from, uh, like, well, you uh, guys, Norwalk, you know, the Inland Empire. All, all the way down to uh, someone who lives in uh, Silverado. 
Yeah, Orange County, up in uh, Silverado Canyon, I think. Yeah. And then all, all the way out there towards what, Ontario, Rancho, I think. Yeah. Oh, Rancho, uh, shouts to Wicked Brew. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Wicked Brew's out there. He made some good stuff. Uh, you guys are guys up in the valley, out there by, uh, I think, uh, what's that, Pedro? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, all over. It's spread out. That's badass. Yeah, we have our, 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 our Ray, our president, he mentioned that we have even members that are registered members all the way up to like San Francisco area. Oh, shit. But they will, obviously they don't make it to the meetings or nothing, but they, they pay their dues. They were part of the club and uh-huh. and they're part, they're glad to be part of the whole the, the whole experience. They should have something where they have SoCal service settles, but maybe something for someone for the Bay Area, like NorCal people. I think eventually, the way this is growing, we're eventually going to have to have chapters eventually, you know? S- sounds like Sounds of Anarchy. Oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. <laughs> 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 For the Mayans and shit, dude. Sounds of what was it? Sons of Brunarchy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so let me say, uh, uh, what did you guys? Uh, let's, get, let's go back. Let's go a little bit way back. What you guys grew up at? Uh, here. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Uh, well, Serge is from Saint Terrace, and I'm from Alcerino, which is right over the bridge right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Like two minutes away. I was there uh, last Saturday. Did a podcast with uh, this other girl, uh, Sarai. Shouts to her. Oh okay. Yeah, so it was right there in oh, that yeah. area and stuff. I was there Saturday. I got lost. Oh. I was a little buzzed because I had some uh, belching beavers that Mexican who shot the beer. Oh, and thing like that. I got a little buzz, and for oh, some yeah. reason, it got a little foggy. It's <laughs> on the hills and shit, dude. Yeah, I got lost. A lot of small streets too. Yeah, yeah. we were brought in the fog. Yeah, and then, you know, scary thing about it, I forgot to put gas. Oh, oh no! And that was—I don't know where I was at, dude. Now you're lost. Yeah, I was about to run out. Yeah, yeah and there's hardly any final gas stations around here. You yeah, know? yeah, no, they're yeah. pretty pretty searched out, but yeah. But I was trying to find the freeway for it because when there's a freeway, there has there's to be a gas, gas station. station. Yeah, not, yeah, the freeway is a little, a little further out, further out. Yeah, so I got to where there's like a dino, like a dino gas station around somewhere by the freeway. Oh, oh okay, cool. It's something around there, like I was going that way. But yeah, like, how was it back then? Was it like tough back then? Like it was kind of like yeah. the nineties. Yeah, it was bad. You have all the, you have all the blood and crips going on, all the gangs, uh, the riots was going on too. Yeah, especially around here, the, there was a little gang uh, called City Terrace here in this area. That was on the street, right? Yeah, right here. Well, the next door neighbor was where their headquarters was. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. I had SWAT, everything, telling us to freaking get inside our houses, locked everything down. It was bad. People were murdered around on the street, people with bodies. It was like around mid 90s. It was bad around here. The drugs, all that stuff was, yeah, was really bad, fighting yeah. for turf back then and shit. Yeah, I've been, I've been held up at like knife point and gunpoint, have my shit jacked and everything like that. But it, it, it kind of, I think it has it calmed down oh, still? Oh, it, immensely. It's so different. Uh-huh. Now they're all just a bunch of sleepy little Mexican families. I like that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> nice great. and quiet and everyone loves, says hi when they come out. And it's really, really cool. You think it's because like a lot of stuff's been uh, going on with East LA, like every, all the, a lot of places are getting gentrified. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we just had a neighbor move in. I mean, I don't want to point out stereotypes or nothing, but they fit the exact same stereotype. It looks like someone that lives around uh, around York uh-huh. <laughs> moved over here now. Oh, right. <laughs> oh you are? Oh, yeah. from York, York Boulevard? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right yeah. there, Highland Park? Yeah, Highland Park, yeah. Oh, my gosh, oh, just, dude. Just, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone, someone that looks just like that moved about four or five houses down. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think so. that I think that was the first city to be gentrified big time. Yeah, because it was bad. It was really bad. Oh, yeah. Now it's all hipsters, <laughs> hipsters yeah, and everything. Yeah, that's 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 what's going on over here now. We're slowly but surely it's coming up. They, too yeah. much. They've been watching too much blood and blood out, dude. Too yeah, much. I, like, I want to live somewhere dangerous. I <laughs> oh man, that's 
Yeah, but it's good. Like, I like to come a lot because I'm in from Long Beach. But I like to come because you have a lot of good mom and pop places to go eat. Oh, noodle, yeah. like tacos, like all oh, that yeah. shit, man. I come like at, uh, always have good coffee. Uh, but I don't know if you guys go to uh, Bermeda Taza. Oh, uh, yeah. Chewy, that's my yeah, boy. Chewy. Oh, yeah. oh, my, that's my. We, we have a Golden Stout on, 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 on Nitro with coffee. Oh, really? The yeah, heat, he loved it. He went head over heels. We did it at the last year's Coachella. Yeah, the first Coachella. And uh, he, he actually like, spent half the night at our booth, but behind, be sitting behind us. What? Now we can just keep getting that same beer all night. What? Yeah, yeah, he loved it. Yeah, that's yeah. how I always go. Every time I see Chewy, when I have time, I always give him a four pack of beer. Cool guy, he's yeah. a cool guy. Super. He loves his beer and he loves his coffee. I think he said he was doing a collab with. Uh, I think it was with like ooh, <laughs> he did a collab with the uh, indie brewery. Shouts to Connor. Oh, oh nice. yeah. that's cool. Yeah, the, the, the whole the whole area right there. Him and uh, and Indy and then uh, Dry River. River. Driver's pretty good. That's a good so sours. And yeah. It, yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, there's a have you? I heard what happened with uh, Iron Triangle. They closed down. Uh, yeah. uh, you, know, you know, Beer Belly in LA closed down. Yeah, you know? Beer, Beer Belly starts in another location. So oh, I Long mean, Beach. Yeah, he's gonna so focus on that one. Right. I think that's a good idea. It's better to. Especially if you have any problems, uh-huh. better just get one thing that's doing really, really good and just uh-huh. focus on that. Strip away all the fat. Yeah. Concentrate on that. Uh-huh. And then who knows? Maybe it might come back at a better location, you know? Uh-huh. Bigger is, and better. Is there a lot of good, is there a lot of homebrewers in East LA? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's, there's uh, another one that he's uh, part of the club, Starwood. Uh-huh. It's oh, like yeah. Don Street right here. He's uh, another Robert. homebrewer. Uh-huh. Robert and his brother, right? Yeah, his, his, uh, his brother are both homebrewers. Uh-huh. And then, cool. uh, yeah, from what I heard, there's also a lot of up and coming homebrewers, too. So, all right, all right, yeah, 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 yeah so nobody knows it's coming up. Yeah, I can't remember uh-huh. any specific names, but yeah. I remember a lot of people telling me, especially Robert, he says that he knows a lot of people around his area, and mm-hmm. that's that's not that's not that far, it's like by Ford Street, it's like right down the street, pretty much. Yeah, it's like five tables away. Yeah, yeah. so it's around this area, there, there's definitely a lot of sleepers, <laughs> a lot yeah, of sleepers, like, it's quiet ones, you know. The, yeah, is there places like in East LA? Because I know with East LA, it, it's all about like Bud Lights, Modelo's, Coronas. But right. do you have places where you can get craft beers? Like, uh, oh, there's, yeah, there's, there's a new spot that opened up not not so long ago. It's on Garvey, it's it's, it's in East LA, yeah. it's close to the freeway. And it's called It's oh, humongous shoot. in there, huh? It has a ref- it's, it's like, really tiny. Oh, I thought there was another one somewhere that East LA is yeah. pretty big. It's just really tiny, but I think it's called uh, I think it's called Brew, just like Brew, and uh, it's just yeah they have uh, rotating taps, all craft. They do like craft like burgers and little little apps and stuff. It's a really cool spot. I've gone there twice so far, and both times they had really good beers, nice nice heavy stouts, (laughs) which is what I like, and you know. Mm Really, do, really good variety. Do you guys ever have like dive bars or, or uh, you know, like breweries? Like, do you want, hey, you want to do a collab or hey, let's try out your beer, you know, and all that stuff? Or is that like a, like a contract? I have to get more bigger for that one. Uh, for us, I mean, we, we, we've done a collaboration with the uh, Pacific Plate. And, uh, back oh, in they're good, huh? Yeah. yeah, the poster right there behind you. Yeah, that's what yeah. we did. We did with uh, Rudia and uh, Feather Serpent also. Oh, that's God, okay. With them. Yeah. Okay. That was, that was great. And, um, as far as other bars and stuff, just because we're home brewers, it's technically uh, illegal for us to sell our beer, so they can't. There's there's no there's no incentive for bars or anything like that, other such to yeah. do something, unless they have a commercial brewery space, mm-hmm. right. which I mean a lot of them don't, you know. So it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of kind of gets kind of it's it's saddening because we do get offered a lot, like uh, the yeah. uh, uh, Glendo, Glendo, uh, Glendo tap, Glendo tap. No, we had a. You heard of that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We did a, a, 
uh, a fest with like a food and a beer or food and wine. It's called a taste. Uh, taste of Linda, right? Taste Walk Linda was the name. Yeah, of we did it back in uh, May, and uh, there was some. Uh, was it like a? Uh, was it like a barbecue? They had like a big old yeah. chunk of the what's it beer? Oh yeah, what is it though? It, something. Yeah, I can't remember. It's kind of foggy, but <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, they keep offering to to buy a cake from us. They they were they're, they're persistent. So, we're like, well, why we can't? Because we're not commercial yet. Uh-huh. So if go, we try go, to sell go. you a cake, it's gonna be illegal. So we can't do that. So we, we so I, so I got the card. So eventually, once we go commercial, we'll definitely yeah see uh, do you want to buy a cake and stuff. Also here in the NLA, we had uh, the the uh, la la chuperia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, they I told them about our beers and they had some of the beers and they were they were very persistent on wanting to have one of our beers on tap and I tell them you know as soon as we go commercial we'll do it. It's like it just it got it got they got, it got it, they really really like the beers. Okay. How many of you guys uh for that would you ever go like the gypsy route? Uh, like, like what Julio Trails doing? Yeah, because I talked to Sergio a couple of weeks ago about it. That's an option. I think maybe if we can't get a brick and mortar spot, we may, maybe for now just to get the the brand out there since it's doing so well to keep it, you know, keep it fresh and uh, and everybody minds to go commercial or to go uh, gypsy instead of you know having a, a brewery and everything. Just uh-huh. try to find a place where we could uh, have the beer brewed at and we could sell it uh-huh. and go that route. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, for you guys make your beer because it's gonna cost a little bit more money. And to you open know. up a whole spot, it's very, very expensive. I mean, yeah. we, we have our, our business plans all laid out for uh, <coughs> to uh, have our own brewery, our own commercial uh-huh. uh, production and, and tap room. What would you have it at? What city? Here? Well, we were looking at a spot very close to here. Yeah, like down the street, actually. We're... Actually, yeah. And then, um, well, we were told one thing and then another thing. So it, it, it It's kinda, like politics. Yeah. Right. Super. So now we went back to the drawing board. Okay, so now we're looking for financing. That's all we need. Mm-hmm. All yeah. these sort of financing, we have everything. We have recipes, we have the knowledge, we've worked on commercial uh, brewing systems. I mean, we have it all. It's just, I mean, money's money. Money's did, a lot. Better. Yeah. Back then, did you guys work at other breweries? No. Uh, no, we just have, uh, we worked at, uh, we helped, and we did collaborations with like Pacific Plate. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. uh huh. Yeah. I helped, I did put up with, uh, I did it, I helped with the brewing. With uh, with Edgar at uh, at a sandbox. Oh, sandbox with yeah. the Azteca. Yeah. Is that the one? Is that the one Azteca? No. Um, Azteca. Well, I talked. I, I talked to the owner. He, he they they're they're another gypsy brewer. Right. They they actually brew. Uh, they get their beer brewed in um, uh, Alesmith. Ailsmith. Ailsmith brews their beer gotcha. for them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're they're gypsy yeah. brewers as well. Yeah, yeah. For me too. I also hopped out other places. I went to. Uh, uh, Pacific as well. I went to uh, back in uh, back in the day. Uh, uh, Lewis, he worked at Belmont, Belmont Brewery, and I went there. Yeah, yeah. I went there for a day. He, he he invited me over to come and sh- just to hang out and just hop him out and see how see how the whole process is, like commercial wise. Yeah. And I went to another another uh, another commercial brewery and hopped out there. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. so we got It's just it's, it's always it's always money. At the end of the day, it's always the money. Yeah. So I think uh, going the gypsy route would actually. Be more cost effective for us right now. And gotcha. Help us get the the beer out there faster. Gotcha. Too. So when you guys were like learning how to make beers, you do you guys are doing like learning like street smarts instead of like you know they have schools now in NorCal like yes yeah. like yeah. to go to school in UC <laughs> yeah. Davis to make yeah, like Siebel, Davis. You have UC Davis. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Also, would be awesome. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. We're, yeah, we're soft taught. Pretty much be learning for the past well after high school learning for like the next two years all, to now to. Uh, do, be learning online, uh, reading articles. If a bird posted an article about something like how to do this or how to make a West Coast IPA, I would read that. 
And they're also real about the process of, of, of how to brew, like the mash, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, Dude, what about, like, right now, like, everyone's all into the, the milkshakes, the slushies, the uh, hazies. But I think a lot of people are getting burned out. Well, what's the next big thing? So a lot of people are saying it's, it's, it's going to go back to the West Coast IPAs now. Yeah, I'd rather have a West Coast. That yeah, me too. I'd, I'd rather have a nice, really crisp, either Coach or uh, Pilsner. Yeah. Oh, Coach? Oh, yeah. I love Coach. A nice, crisp one. It's hard to find a good oh, brewery that makes that. That's 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 why I think it's going to be the next thing, because people can't make it. <laughs> At uh-huh. least it seems like they can. Uh-huh. So I think that's what I think. It's, it's very be. hard to do. Yeah. You know, like nice a Coach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a... So yeah, I think yeah, I think right now the the markets go back to West Coast and then eventually the good old fashioned German beers like your Kolsch, your German Pilsners, yeah, stuff like that. Right, Something very crushable and drinkable. Yeah, like that, like the beers we had, like you know, like the Black Bat Blue, the Pilsner. That's the only like the Pilsner. I like I like Pilsners. Like yeah. let's say if you had a a hard day before, like a fuck, you just drinking like hazies or IPAs and you want to go light the next day. Yeah, that's just to get a Pilsners. It's hard to find good Pilsners these days. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. And I have to say uh, yes, and, and and Miller too, Miller and and, and, and Miller genuine draft and, and Miller like <laughs> <laughs> no Modelo. <laughs> but my my yeah. brother laws a, a, a brewer for for a Miller. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, how's that like? It's cool. I mean, that's kind of where I got my passion. Where I started, like the whole process, was um, was going to like family events and all that other stuff. And yeah, like, yeah. my brother in law would always come and talk about, oh, we did this today at work, we did that today at work, this and that. I was just there, like a big old, the big giant smiley face with the big giant hard eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me the whole time. Like, wow, this sounds so fucking amazing. <laughs> that's cool. So then, um, yeah, so then that's when I started. At that time, I was a stay-at-home dad. Uh, I was stay-at-home dad for three years once my daughter was born. And for the first three years... I wish then, I could do that. Uh, be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> be like Mr. Mom. It's, it's, it was wonderful to be, you know, to know, first of all, to know who's taking care of your kid, you know. Oh yeah, and then also just the interaction is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the whole time you know, I spent sometimes sixteen hours a day, just on forums, on websites, on 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 pages, on YouTube, on all whatever I can find, you know, and just everything reading, everything I can, mm-hmm. studying on the whole entire brewing process, reading mm-hmm. about all the whole chemistry about it yeah. why things happen yeah. and everything and how's that like with the chemistry with like when you guys are like home brewers like chemistry like oh I, I put too much of this I won't put too much of that like like the whole process of making because once you make a batch it doesn't go good you just fuck the whole shit up yeah, like, I, much, yeah. like people are like saying like I think the hardest to make is like lagers yeah because the, the, the whole thing with like lager pilsers uh, it's very hard to, to mask the, the off flavors so it's pretty bare. So if you have a little, a, li- a little hint of a, of a, of a infection, it's gonna come out and be able to tell, like, oh yeah, this is shitty. You know? uh-huh. It's not, it's not good. Uh, like with, like opposed to like doing the ales, like or IPAs, you could match that. Maybe do something out, uh, do something else as, uh, as far as like uh, maybe dry hop it, or dry hop is a very popular way to I think. Yeah, or 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 add something to the kettle or or to the beer, mm-hmm. to the cake. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but lagers or pilsner itself, it's very hard to 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 hide the, the off flavors. Mm-hmm. Your whole process has to be on point. You have to be very uh, uh, sterile or or uh, sterile practice has to be very good. It has to be point, uh, spot on. Yeah. You can't be lazy on the coast side. You can't like oh, you know, yeah, you know, cut corners. You have to like make sure everything's sanitized. And then anything that touches the beer after the boil has to be sanitized. You gotta watch what you're doing, and then you know, just be careful on what you're doing after that. Everything before that, you, you could you know. Be a little bit more, uh, you know, like whatever about it, uh-huh. like, because after that, it's, it's, it's the beer, the wort's gonna get boiled. 
So whatever that gets in there that could cause uh, you know all flavors or infection will get will get will get bored off and kill it. Oh wow. So so yeah, lagers and stuff and stuff are hardest to to do. I'll see on the mash for the conversion for the right conversion. Well, that's well, not so much on that. It's just like it's mostly just like the the whole the whole, the whole process because like fermentation wise, you know, you gotta make sure yeah. the fermentation is going good. If not, you get all flavors. You might get a. Uh, uh, like a sour green apple smell, you might get uh, the acid oil, which is like uh, people refer to like a butter, like a movie popcorn. Yeah. Like the with the butter, mm-hmm. you know, you might have that on your lips. DMS from not boiling too long uh, or or long enough, which is like you know like like cooked corn or vegetable. So it's like very very hard to be on point. You have, yeah. you have to do everything right. You can't just like make it mouse. You have to be on point. Yeah. Someone was telling me like they made a try to make a beer with cucumber. But it came out like fucking pickle juice. <laughs> yeah, I think we heard about that. We're, I, I think everybody was joking about oh, that, right? Oh, that was a big joke for quite a while. Like pickle juice was full. He's like, why'd you put the put the whole cucumber there? Well, the Are you supposed to like shave it off or something or chop it? But I'm not sure exactly why it got messed up. I heard that it got really messed up. And then there was a whole entire like hashtag no pepino like for your beers. <laughs> yeah, yes. I guess uh, I don't know. I, I forgot what, what beer was it even. I forgot. I don't remember. I heard. I remember hearing about that. I, I don't remember it was who, at the, who did it. So, I thought it was at that same event uh, where we were like doing the contest. The competition, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember I, I tasted, it, but I don't know who who did it though. Yeah, that's that's so a, I that was, for me. That was the first. That's the thing where it all started. That's kind of hard to make a cucumber beer because that the it's so strong. Once you start adding, yeah. I think I think once you start adding anything to it that's not your basic, you know, ingredients, uh-huh. you know, the bar, the malt. Yeah, hops, water, and yeast. Once you start adding anything else, it can get tricky because everything yeah. has a different point of like let's call it saturation. You know, so like it might take if you use bananas, it might take more or less than a pepino, or or if you're using watermelon, it might take more or less <coughs> than something else. You know, so everything has a different point of saturation to the beer. Mm-hmm. So that's what you really got to figure out, and that's where I think it's either. You talk to a lot of people that have done it and have been doing it for a very long time, or you re- it's really just trial and error, and that's yeah. how you get better, and that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, because like, so like, like I was just talking about how some fruits or whatever have different uh, different reaction to uh, to the beer once it has alcohol in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like especially if you use tea, the 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 tea has a high extract when it when it's uh, introduced to uh, to uh, to alcohol to a beer that has alcohol already fermented. So yeah, I think was it like a high was a hundred and twenty percent extraction from a, yeah. if you use like a, like for example Earl Grey tea, mm-hmm. opposed to just you know using you know water and just like finesse it, mm-hmm. the extraction is a lot better. So actually, you might have to lower your uh, your dosage of, of, of uh, how much tea you use. Mm-hmm. We, we we put to a beer, opposed to when you just make it like a tea. Uh huh. Because yeah, the, the extraction rates will be a lot higher. Dang. And that's all from alcohol. And like, the chemistry with the alcohol and how, and how you know converts it and all that. Man, it's like all the science, like little things here, just to make like a good fucking beer. It's Takes- like now a lot of people can make good beers, uh-huh. but until you actually get your chemistry right, that's when you start making great beers. Uh-huh. And I think that's where the yeah. difference is. Well, if you know your, your chemistry, if you know what's happening, mm-hmm. you can you can nine times out of the ten you can be making something wrong and know what you're doing. But as long as you know what you're doing, you're gonna get it right. And mm-hmm. once you get it right, that's gonna be the difference between a good beer 
And a great beer. What's your what? What's the best beer that? Well, I was gonna say, how many beers do you guys make? You have like a lot of different types of beers you guys. Yeah, make? actually, we uh, no while or while back, we actually uh, counted all the beers we've done so far. It was what thirty five. Thirty five different beers. Yeah, thirty five beers, and then also on those thirty five beers, there were different variations. Some were fruited, some were. Uh, yeah, hoppy, fruited, uh, different adjuncts, different like some of coffee, oaked. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, put in the barrel, just different versions of it. So, I yeah. heard uh, some people buy empty barrels that have whiskey flavors in them, so they can buy them, so they can have that whiskey kind of smell. Yeah, like they have empty much, barrels. Yeah, that's pretty much what that had. That was a five uh, gallon uh, whiskey barrel that they they were selling. Yeah, so that they dumped out and they decided to overs. Uh huh. Then you put all your beer in there and just have it fermented? Yeah. I think the first beer we did with that, or we put in there, was a uh, pumpkin beer we did. There's yeah. still beer in there, sir? Uh, beer in there? Uh, no, we just live, uh, pretty much right now, it's just sitting there, but we have uh, uh, water with some uh, acid or citric acid to keep the uh, pH down, so that way the barrel itself doesn't get affected. It keeps all the, all the you know, wild yeast out of it. All the baggies out. So all the baggies <laughs> out. So if everything falls in there, the pH is too low for it to survive. So once it gets to the oh, die, it won't affect the... The, yeah. the barrel with a lot of the beers you see like with the hazies and stuff like uh, people always say oh i put these upside down and stuff and when they pour it you can see a lot of the sediment in the bottom yeah i do you guys have you guys have the same thing like that or you just want to have it all clear with no sediment and all that stuff uh not not clear at least you know keep it hazy but yeah no 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 sediment in it. yeah i try to i, I don't like that much sediment so yeah yeah, because I see a lot of people from the Inland Empire, they say always, oh, try to put, try put the beers upside down and try have the sediment come down and kind of roll in and play with it. I feel, yeah. I feel, I feel if you got to do all that stuff, you just didn't do the beer right. Yeah. Lewis also said you're not supposed to do that. So if you're going to do that, put it put it upside down like how it is and let it sit down for five because you just messed up the beer. Now the flavor is now you're going to get all the sediment on top when you drink it. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You might, you might get yeah. some of the greediness from like yeah. the All the that hops. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Might, might just shook the can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think who somebody did a uh, some brewery did a uh, snap. I think it was uh, Alchemist mm-hmm. for the head topper. They the guy suggested that you just swirl a little bit and then you pour it and then but you don't pour the the whole can. That almost like pour almost like when you pour a Belgian. Yeah, like how you want to keep all the cement in the, in the bottle. That's kind of the same thing. The the, the same idea he had when he, when he poured the the, the, the head topper. Mm-hmm. We'll just keep all the stuff in the bottom and. So when he pours it, he pours it all halfway, then he stops right there because all that said he's going to eat them. Yeah, it's still hazy. It still looks like a hazy, but it, but like this whole sediment when you drink it, you're not going to be chewed on the, on, the, on the hazy, you know? Gotcha. So pretty much that's what he's talking about. No, that's no, that, that's interesting to know and all that stuff. Um, so you guys make what? Like IPAs? Like uh, West Coast? Yeah, pretty much everything. Uh, German beers, lager, uh, as far as lager pilsners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did a double box for our next uh, shindig. Uh-huh. Uh, coaches, stuff like that, and then uh, also we've done uh, IPAs, different types of IPAs. Uh-huh. Uh, we've done a couple of hazies before, we've done a double IPA. Mm-hmm. A couple of the uh, milkshake IPAs. We've done. We, How, how's that like? It's good, actually, when uh, we talked about Lewis being here, the, yeah. the collaboration was we did a milkshake IPA. Was it, was and I think that was the first the first and only time we've we done it, and yeah, it, 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 it was good. His girlfriend liked it. Uh-huh. We, we did the, the chocolate strawberry one for Ooh. the CYC Fest over here, remember? Yeah, but uh, that, yeah, that was just a chocolate strawberry uh, IPA. Damn, that's that sounds yeah. good. It, it was it, it, went, it went quick. <laughs> that's, that's, that's always, always yeah. a good sign. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, like there's so many beers that I had off track already, but but uh-huh. I, and also we done stouts, uh, some Belgian beers. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Browns. Probably like brown ale, like brown ales. Brown ales. Oh. I like brown ales. They're pretty good. 
Yeah, I, that's my favorite. Pretty much, yeah. our core beers is uh, one of them is a brown ale, and we've been doing that since the beginning, as as far as uh, me and Serge be brewing together. Uh, and that's always been our, our, our one of our popular beers. It's mm-hmm. a brown ale. Mm-hmm. Ever, uh, ever since we like that one a lot, we've yeah. done. Uh, we also done that's really popular right now. It's uh, when we go. Uh, uh, do these festivals mm-hmm. is that we take this uh, beer called uh, Orange Bang. It's, Orange uh, Bang? Yeah. That it's, was good. It's, it's basically a, a cream ale that's inspired by Orange Bang, the drink. Oh, yeah. So we have we had, uh, you know, uh, pure orange juice and we had a little bit of lactose and syrup and nitro. And, every, and, and all these festivals that we do, like Coachella and whatever else we do outside uh, the, at the club, people love it. And you put like, it's like a little creamy, like the band. Yeah, because the, 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 the natural pour makes the uh, the beer come out real frothy, like the drink. Uh huh. Like it's a nice, real creamy head on top. It's so really good. like smooth. Yeah. I'll be honest with you guys, make a tamarind. tamarind. Oh, and, and we were talking about that for quite a while. Yeah, that one, or like an apple soda, or like, you know, those Mexican apple sodas. Oh. Or something. Yeah. That's an idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think the next one, far, uh, as far as that, we're probably going to do like a pina. Uh huh. Like, you know, you have the, the orange bag, you have the pina, mm-hmm. and you have the mica. Fuck. So I, I see everybody's doing like the Jamaica, so instead of doing that, I'll probably go more the peanut wrap. Okay. That's kind of what, I think that's why we're avoiding the Jamaica so much. <laughs> everyone has just killed it. Yeah. That one, the horchata. Well, yeah. It's a bomb, and there's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah. But like, it feels like that's been overplayed like way too much. But something that's like, like, like if he made like a good, like an orange bang, what, what's, what was the percentage on that one? Uh, The most has been about 6%. Okay. Yeah, respectable. Yeah. Respectable. <laughs> if it was an A, like fuck, what's up, dude? Yeah, yeah. It's, enough, it's enough to get a little buzz, but not enough to be too much. You know, and it was it's great, very... especially as we put out in the summertime. Ooh. Yeah. So you know, you don't want you don't want to be drinking drinking ten percent things nah, all nah. sweating and dying out in the heat. Yeah. Like, no, the, the, last time, the last time we reported was at the last at, at the, the Coachella just passed. Yeah. We had it there too, so that would that would tap that real fast. What what uh what beers are you gonna bring for a taste of brew? Taste of brew, we're gonna bring a. Uh, a uh, uh, coach that's been dry hopped with Mosaic. Uh-huh. Uh, or uh, Goza, that's a Chimago Spire, which is like pretty much uh, uh, brewed with the uh, with, uh, mango juice, chamoy, Ooh. and Thaline salt. Mm-hmm. And then we have a uh, Fruity Pilsner. And it's going to be fruity with the uh, watermelon. And oh, then we're going to have shit. a West Coast Pilsner. West Coast Pilsner? Pilsner yeah. I never West had a West Coast Pilsner. Pils, yo. Yeah. I never had that one. Yeah, I mean, they're out there, but they're not, yeah, not too many people, uh, people have done it yet. So. Uh, see, like, with Taste of Brew, there's going to be so many breweries. I've already right. tried a lot, but, man, I have to really pace myself. Yeah. Because when you went to the, the beer fest, I, was, I got fucked up quick, dude. Oh, I'm telling yeah. you, if you, if you want to start anywhere, just make eat. sure you get the beers. I'll go with Quisitors first. Well, you definitely. If you start there... And, Cause I mean, us and all the other home brewers, I think are gonna be kicking all the all the commercial guys' butts. You know what? I, 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 you're right. There's you can mix up with uh, the big the big breweries, and you have your home brewers, and you're gonna see like it's who's who's what's up. Let's yeah, see what you got. Definitely. You know, you got the professional ones like Ballast Point, like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that? I don't know who's that, <laughs> but like yeah, you got Rock Bottoms. You know, you got um, Hogs Canyon, Ten Miles. Oh, Hogs, the, yeah. Hogs, I just had them on. Yeah, they made a good West Coast IPA from Jules. Head, yeah. bro, he's, it's fucking good. And mm-hmm. trademarks, I tried. I give a little time for trademarks. They just opened up. And That's cool. Ten Thank Miles, I like Ten Miles is pretty good. Know. Ten Miles, Ambitious here and there. Liberation has a good brown ale. Ambitious, Ambitious is the one that was at the over there, yeah. Right? But no one was going there. 
Like, oh, really? they, they had a, nah. they had a, what was it? The goza they had, right? Yeah, you told me they had the pineapple goza, right? Oh my god, that thing was was one of the best beers I ever had. Yeah, it really was. It gets packed over there, but I didn't see anyone in line. But I was more in some. There was another uh, beer fest. He's from San Pedro. He, I saw long lines. Oh, and that. San Pedro. Oh, uh, Farrell's from San Pedro, right? Uh-huh. Who? Farrell Earth, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, and uh, there. I think so. I'm not, I'm not sure. Then another one. He's a Hawaiian dude. So when you're at Beer Fest, your your Inquisitor is right here. Across is Big Big Boys Brewery, and it's right in the middle. He had like a coconut stout beer. Oh, he's Ortiz. Yeah. The guy with the hat. Yeah. You yeah, think it's yeah. from way out in Irvine or somewhere? He had a. I, nice, yeah, he's, he's all from Orange County. Yeah. yeah. He's one from Silverado, right? Yeah. Some, yes, yeah. that yeah, was that, that was a coconut stout beer. That was that was a creeper. That was great. I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of coconut. But it was good. Like, but it was, it it was tastes, good beer. It tastes like an almond joy, like a coconut candy. Yeah. But it was good, chocolatey, coconut. It's like, what you think? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's really really good. So a lot oh, of good. Yeah. This, it, is he is he part of SoCal Surfer Settles too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Man, that's good. Man, SoCal SoCal Surfer Settles is. We're taking over. They're bringing it, man. They're really bringing it. You mentioned I, I can see the whole entire LA freaking brewery freaking scene. Eventually, it's gonna be all SoCal. Eventually, one way or another. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome! Like, you that. have your brewery, then big boys, and a lot of these home brewers, yeah. like Magnitude. I looked on their things; they're coming soon to brewery in Long Beach. I they're was coming. like, "Woo!" We have one in uh, Salinas, the Brewing Crew. They're, they're part Salinas? of Salinas. Okay. Yeah. When I think of Salinas, I think about Alvarado Street. Uh, the, oh, okay. Whatever the main strip is, yeah, is that's where they're opening theirs. They have like a really nice spot looking. It looks like it's like a giant like main. Like corridor where there's a lot of different good things going on. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be like in downtown Salinas, okay. whatever. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> we, we did a few events with them already. We did events with them in San Diego. Okay. And they're cool. Good beers. Uh, oh, yeah. All their all their uh, like uh, labeling and and their, their their promotions is really good. Fuck yeah. And they're already they're already doing demolition. They're almost done with the with the building. <laughs> good I, to go. So I, if you're in Salinas <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. Crew, yeah. Hell yeah. Well right now we're gonna take a break right now. We're gonna drink some more beers and we'll be right oh, back. Yes, Hell yeah. What's up, everyone? Before we get back to the episode, I just want to just talk for a little bit. Uh, right now, I'm taking a break right now from work. Um, so by the time uh, I put this episode out, it'll probably be on, you know, like Saturday morning. But um, I just wanted to say I'm almost to that, to the milestone of the 100th uh, episode. Um, there is people I wanted to have on. Um, some were busy. They're like, maybe, I don't know. So I thought for two days, who am I going to have on for the 100th episode? And I wanted to have these guys on because, you know, Mega Man feels comfortable. It's our inner circle. Uh, we're like the guys, guys. And, um, you know, like Julio Trejo make this Quail Pale L beer. You know, part of the SoCal Cerecetos. You know, he's kicking ass. So, you know, he's a super cool ass guy. Um, he always support. He always uh, supported the the Mega Man's podcast and always listens to every episode. Every every time I put I put a new episode out. So I want to get him on. Um, my boy uh, dudes from LA's uh, podcast. My boy Sergio. Man, this guy. Um, when I started hearing about Sergio, man, this guy kicked ass, man. His episode's good, and uh, 
I like I like I like I like uh his episode. It's really really Eastlos. Um he's a good guy, man. And um so he supported me and I supported him. I know from time to time he gets irritated because <laughs> I keep on tagging him on his Instagram. But hey, I fucking love you, Sergio. <laughs> I'm just trying to show you the good spots or the good stuff. But yeah, I'm going to get him on. Then uh, no other than um, Frank and Chinook. They have a podcast called uh, No Father, No Problem. I like when uh, Frank says the, hard- the hardest working man in the podcast game, which is me, Mega Man. It's hard, guys. You know, I work hard and hard, and my milestone was to reach the 100th episode, and and I want to have all those guys on for the 100th episode because, you know, those those are like family to me, and we already have a flow, and we already know how we are, and it's just I can't wait, man. The good, the bad, and the ugly, man. We we did an episode a while back with um with No Father No Problems podcast when it was. It was like a two-part series, like almost like three hours, like a saga, but it was pretty good. So now I want to get them on my podcast and, uh, you know, it's something which in a way um, we're going to get them on and we're going to schedule a date. Um, But first things first, uh, I wanted to push all these episodes out. So we're going to schedule a date. Um to get everyone together and just have a good time talking from talking nothing but bullshit for three hours but it's some funny shit but uh that's gonna be the 100th episode man i i I just sometimes i just can't fucking believe it i'm finally we reached a hundredth episode it was honor man and um i just want to say um Thank you to all who came on the Mega Man's podcast. You know, there were some hiccups here and there from in the beginning um, with two guests, you know, but it was a learning experience. But after that, it it just came. Um, I, I came a long way, you know, and uh, I'm just glad I, I met a lot of cool people, uh, new followers, new listeners. And sorry, that's a little unprofessional. I had a, had a yawn, but I'm doing overnights. But I just want to give a shout out to a lot of people, man. I said I think I'm gonna put that when I reach 99, and uh, I'll give a couple shout outs. You know, um, Bear Thug Life, uh, Sour Queen B. Um, you know, Record Law Brewery, you know, Inquisitors, you know, Julio Trejo, you know, there's just the Two Sons Brewery. There's some lot of good, cool-ass people I met. Tanya Estrada. Tanya Estrada was the first celebrity guest I ever had on my podcast, and and we still link up. We still talk. You know, the Hood Footy, um, you know, Dennis from, from Crappiers of Long Beach. There's just so many uh people, but... I think in a way um, I'm going to give a lot of people shout outs on the next episode. But um, I just want to say to everyone, um, thank you to all who listens to the Mega Man podcast. I'm just taking it one episode at a time and and try my best to get their stories told. And, you know, I don't get paid to do this and I don't care. I do this for fun and doing a lot of traveling from East L.A., Inland Empire, but, you know, like 
a lot of cities and stuff, but you know, this is my calling. I feel this is my calling and who knows, maybe one day anyone who listens to this podcast, you know, can give me an opportunity or a shot, you know, and uh I want to see I want to make my podcast grow and I want to see if we can, if we can, if I, you know, me um can take it to the next level. And you know, next year after uh my some baby bonding time. So, um I still have uh three more episodes to go, but the 100th we have to schedule a date maybe down the road. So I have to do Roscoe's. I have another um Olivia's uh and uh Alan Crand uh brewery. I'm gonna have them. And those are my last episodes and after that, um I will be taking a break. So my last um I think my last episode will be next Thursday, so that will be it. Then later later on I'm gonna schedule a date for the 100th episode but till then you guys are going to keep on uh getting um all the episodes so i think right now we're at episode 86 so we have another 14 more which i already have backed up and and a couple couple more i'm going to tuck in for uh for a special occasion i have some i won't mention names of who i have but we're going to save those but um i just want to say thank you to all um who been there for me followed my journey journey from the from the first episode to now and uh more episodes to come and uh after I'm done finishing up all these three episodes uh Megan Man will be taking a uh baby bonding and I'm going to f- stay home and and relax and spend time with my our you know me and Cynthia's newborn son Emiliano and I can't wait <laughs> Other than that, guys, uh, I just want to say I love you guys. Happy Labor's Day. Uh, drink up. Party, man. I know. And uh, enjoy your three-day weekend for uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. All right, then, guys. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, we're back on. We took a little beer break. So, uh, what are the two beers that uh, you uh, you gave to me right now? So I gave you uh, our uh, dry hop Kosh, uh-huh. dry hop with mosaic, and I gave you the uh, the pills that we're taking to uh, Tasty Brews, mm-hmm. which which later on is going to be uh, uh, fruity with the uh, watermelon. Oh shit! Oh, this is okay. Yeah, it's the base beer. Oh, I can tell that's going to be. What's the percentage on that one? That one right now it's a four and a half percent. The Kosh is five point three. It's not bad. It's really, really good. Yeah. Man, I like that. I like like a like a weedy, like a little fresh, like like taste. Right. I'm always been like that. It's, so this is more like a. Uh, what, what what kind of similar to beer is like the taste of that? Is has that that weedy that flavor? It's. Good question. Yeah. Which one? This one I have. That was pretty good. So you got a, a wee taste to it? Yeah. I see wee. Well, it's not, it's not wee, but... It's that, te- that taste. That's the coach? No, no that's, that's the coach right here. That's the pizza. Oh, I see what it is. I think you get more of a malty. Yeah, it's the... It's the it, you get malty instead of... Uh, it's more like bready. Like, kind of like bread. Yeah. You get like a little malty sweetness to it. Bread. 
Mm. There's a lot of cracker in that. That's why. Yeah. Okay, like graham crackers and all? Kind of. Like, More like uh, saltine crackers. Saltine crackers. Oh, saltine crackers. Yeah. And that's that's for the the, the malts. It's just, that's yeah, where the taste spot. is cut. Now I taste the, the salty crackers out. Yeah, that's all for the pencil malt. Damn. Yeah. Pilsen, it's good stuff. Especially if we get quality, uh, quality Pilsen. It's a good stuff. I can't wait to try it where... Uh, when you have over that taste of brews, man, I don't know, man. I, I feel so. I have a dream, man. I'm gonna get passed out drunk, dude. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good thing. Yeah, you know. Good. I heard like a lot. You guys go to LA Beer Week? Uh, no, we, no, we missed that one. Oh, I heard people were like passing out, like left, left to right. right. Yeah. Pictures where people were tagging me. Don't be this guy. <laughs> yeah, there were people passing <clears throat> out, and someone put like. Uh, <laughs> I would be that guy. Shit, though. No. Don't be like, what do you mean? That one? Someone tagged me a picture and said, it said uh, Golden Road Brewery, and it, and it was like one of the bathrooms inside. That is a shit. It's like called Golden Road Brewery. Uh, tagged that's, me. Fuck. that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's crazy. For, um, next, for next year, it's going to say <laughs> Constellation product. <laughs> Pretty much, right? <laughs> How did you guys get the name uh, Inquisitors? How did you guys get the name? Uh, pretty much, it just came from like always be, uh, you know, questioning beer uh, what it could be. Uh-huh. Uh To be curious about the beer and to be inquisitive. Yeah. Pretty much, like, look at the style. Like, I I poured out the sample of the uh, Pilsner. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty much pretty much a basic, like German Pilsner, like the base beer. Yeah. But does it have to be just a German Pilsner or could be something else? So uh, I I told you it's gonna be a watermelon, right? Yeah. So this will be a fruity Pilsner. That's gonna be so good. So I think it just helps. To question the beer and what could be as far as be creative with it and, and add your own little flair to it. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being just a regular pilsner, just add a little something to it, you know. Yeah. And be creative, experiment. Don't be afraid to don't be afraid to experiment or be creative. Uh-huh. And I thought that with the pepper scene, that's a perfect name for it because everybody's gonna be experimenting with beer and try something different mm-hmm. with their beer. So I thought it felt it, it fit right, you know, fit perfect. It's good. It's so, good. It's good. How'd you guys meet up? We've been friends since high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 20 years now? 22 years? Something like that? Yeah. 22 years. Long yeah. Uh, yeah, we were friends in high school, and then we were part of the same uh, group of friends. So, uh-huh. we're all, so we're all the same friends, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And you guys were in rock bands? Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Search was in a very popular band uh, after high school, actually, doing backyard shows, and I was doing my own thing. So that's pretty much how we know each other from, and we did that for a little while. After high school, that, that that really didn't go well. Yeah, eventually, you know, yeah. I mean, the rock star life doesn't pan out for everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Like so, that movie, uh, was it the Wedding Singer? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was us, pretty much. You can't be like David Lee Wall, so hey, I can put those pants on still. He's got to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can still do it, girl. Yeah. Mm, hilarious. Yeah, and so, I mean, but, I mean, and it's funny because we lost contact for a little bit after. Yeah. Yeah, actually, what? And then, because. Eight years? Yeah, like eight years. Yeah. Because uh, then I got uh, with my girl and we had a baby and we moved down to Anaheim and you mean you, mean you mean Anna crime yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anna crime Anna slime that place is gross I'm I'm glad I'm glad back up here back right? up here in LA and uh, the funny thing about that is that my girlfriend is from Anaheim too and this whole time since I lost contact with Serge it turned out that my girlfriend lived like right around the corner from where he was living at. Okay. Like literally, like three And blocks. we didn't know about that until we like we started talking again. And like, where you live at? Oh, over here, this and that. Oh, we live right here on uh, off of Dale and and Ball. Like, oh shit, my li- my girl is right off of Dale, right, right there, right before Ball. So yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time that we were talking, that was crazy. We were like pretty close because I spent a lot of time down there every weekend to hang out and 
uh-huh. stuff like that, and they know that he lived like right around the corner from my girl's pad. So that's uh-huh. kind of weird. But through a mutual friend, we we came together uh, yeah. around 2013. Yeah, yeah, September 2013. It turned out that one of our old friends from school uh, lived like three houses away from me. And through Facebook, he hit me. And this guy I haven't talked to since high school either. Maybe about five, six years. Uh, he hit me up on Facebook, like, hey, dude, what's going on? They're like, what's up, man? Like, where you at? All oh, right here on uh, Pueblo. That's where. That's yeah. Where, that's where we live. Mm-hmm. Where? Oh, right here. Oh, shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm your neighbor. I'm like, I live like three houses away from you. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I'm planning, I plan to have a, a kickback at my house on Friday. You know, Serge's going to be there. Our friend Miguel's going to be there. A bunch of people we haven't seen in quite a while. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. About eight, eight to ten years. And then uh, I go to the kickback and I see I see a couple of friends and I see Serge on the back. And he's drinking a fucking beer. Drinking a beer of uh, Toberfest. Yeah, that's why I had the Sam Adams. Like yeah, and I was chipping up because back in the day he didn't like beer. He like uh, this is what he, this is what he go to the party with. Oh so my god, for himself to drink a fucking bottle of Jack Daniels to the that's head. That's uh, his I like beer, but this is for his me. favorite movie was Animal House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so you're you're getting to beer now? So he told me a story about his uh, <clears throat> brother lock him, you know, got me into beer. Yeah, that's like that. a big ass bottle. It would go down, bro. It would go down. Yeah, straight so up. Uh. So yeah, so like a biker shows, gigs, parties. Oh. That's all he would take back in the day. He would have a six pack, like me and a couple of our friends would have like you know three, uh, three two ounces of a uh, bitter high life. Yeah, down in the beer. That's, 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 that's how- our shit. He'll be he'll, he'll be rock the whole party with this for himself. It'll be all it'll be all done by the end of the party. Yeah. Oh my god! So to see him with a bottle of uh, a tour fence for some man, I was like, so you like beer not? Like, yeah, be into crap beer down this and that, and that's how we got. Uh, 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 start talking about the whole thing about how you know we want a homebrew, mm-hmm. and that's how we started uh, homebrew together. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's pretty much how we got started. Hell yeah, that's awesome. My favorite liquor was Wild Turkey. Wild oh, Turkey. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, good. well, hold on. They have eighty one. They have one hundred one. Which I have eighty one. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, that's too crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Every, uh, Wild Turkey was like, yeah, because uh, my friends back in the day, for every time in Thanksgiving, we would dump out the pumpkin. Take all the seeds out oh, and everything. Yeah. Put cranberry. Put some gingerbread cookies. Oh, nice. Crumple it up and stuff like that. Put some raw turkey. Shake it all up and stuff. Fucking, that was good, dude. You already crafted. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was good. But now I don't drink liquor no more, man. Oh, I, yeah. I don't want. I want that alter ego to come out, dude. Oh shit. Man. I don't want. I want. I don't want Raymond to come out. <laughs> no, no. But I just stick with craft beers. I just, it's more, you know, just, I had my fair shares of fun of liquors. You know, Crown Royal Apple, I haven't tried that yet. I'm, te- I'm tempted, but fuck, yeah. I, I'm tempted. Yeah, what's <laughs> the freezer, that? too? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's good. That just, it's a lot of good uh, liquor beers, but like, yeah, you just mix them all. You ever mix beers with liquor together or just, or um, not really, huh? Uh, Some of them you can. Like a, yeah. good, a good bourbon, but you know what I mean? A little bit of bourbon with a really good stout. A uh, really yeah. heavy stout and really, really, it really bumps it up, mm-hmm. and it gives you like, okay, I'm getting the cool, like the warmth and buzz of a nice bourbon, mm-hmm. but I'm getting the taste of a nice stout. I mean, that that's a good blend. Fuck, yeah, dude. that's why you have you I have like good. you have yeah you have you have like Jameson. That's, 
I Jason does their their, their, their whiskeys now and I stout barrels, uh-huh. IPA barrels. Mm-hmm. So they're getting the hint. They know that that it's a good mix beer beer. Okay, and, okay. And there and a lot of bars have a lot of uh, cocktails that do beer and, and liquor a lot. So. Yeah, everyone's all watching Tom Cruise from cocktails. Oh, right. throwing bottles. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Trying to be, uh, trying to have his own business and shit, you yeah. know, and everything. <laughs> if you guys were to go back, what was your first, very, very, very first beer? Uh, yeah, our, our beer, our first beer was the we did a uh, a pumpkin beer. Because the time we started brewing, actually got down to brewing and bought stuff to brew. Uh-huh. It was around October, November, so we're like, okay, well, this game is coming around. You know, it's, it's coming up, so we just pumpkin do, uh, beer. Pumpkin beer. Pumpkin. Start off. And it was something. It was a partial extract beer that we started off. It's real cheap, and we got to it, and we we brewed it, and I think for our first batch, it was pretty pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved it, and it was great. And especially being the first time out, that's what definitely gave us the. The, the confidence to keep going yeah because that just comes from a lot of years of like teaching ourselves how to brew and like the process and the chemistry of it all and uh-huh. get down to the nitty-gritty of, of how to make a, a beer properly uh-huh. and just like study the whole science behind it uh-huh. so i think all those 10 plus years of uh surgeon and i learning uh how to how to homebrew or uh, teach ourselves really paid off because yeah. the first beer was good i wasn't perfect i'm not gonna say it's perfect but it was better off than what we thought it would be, you know. We thought it'd be like, ah, you know, we probably have to dump it. No, it was pretty good. Was, mm-hmm. I, that was, I was pretty happy with it. I was so super happy with it too. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the one of the scariest beers that I think that we've made so far, the first one, because we spent so much time. Okay, it's like we know what it is. We it's like, it's like learning one plus one equals two. Yeah, we know it at the back of the hand, but now let's apply it. That was the first time we were applying what we learned for yeah. so long, mm-hmm. for so long learning, and then you finally apply it to something. It's like, okay, how's it going to come out? Okay, you're done. Fermenting's going on. That's when you get to the yeast. So now you're just kind of, okay, let's see how it goes. And and, and the beer came out. And it was like, I, I think it was fantastic. I enjoyed it. A lot of people that tried it enjoyed it. And it, and, and that's definitely where we just kept, all right, we know, we know. We finally put all the knowledge into action and it worked. Yeah. So let's, let's do this. Let's it's like studying for years for the big test. You take it and you, you, know, you do well. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that was a good start, and then also we started doing uh, a brown a brown ale after that, oh, yeah. and that was pretty good. And then uh, to this day, we still do that to that uh, we still do that brown ale, but over the years it's been tweaked out a little bit. We did a different version of it, but yeah, yeah it's basically the same one that started. So uh, yeah, I think mm-hmm. now we got down to where we where where, where we like where where you know the beer comes out. So. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, we started doing other stuff like IPA stuff like that. So we'd be doing good. And then we were doing events for other places, and it was I think it was a perfect way to get good feedback, not from people that you know, but from strangers because they're yeah, not gonna yeah. lie to you because they don't know you. They're like, oh well, if you're shitty, well, you know, they don't tell you. Yeah. And a lot of times we got good feedback. Like eighty percent of the time, we got good feedback. Oh, it's pretty good. Okay, so how long have you been doing this for about a year or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it was at the time, two years. Mm-hmm. Oh, not bad. Okay, it's good. Yeah. Do you ever get like people where you guys are being homebrewers and you? You know, like there's people like, man, I'm gonna see if I can have him work with us, like different breweries and stuff, like job, like, like oh, I'm gonna get him as a head brewery. Like I like his stuff. You ever get like recruitments from other breweries, like that want you to work with them? Well, as we mentioned earlier, a Pacific Plate uh, was very uh, kind to us, and they liked uh, last year's Coachella. They came and they tried their beers. They liked us, and yeah, and, they were very impressed by it. So, and then we we became friends and we started talking. And then every so often they would need help with canning, uh-huh. so that's that's what they would they would call us. So we'd go there, and, and then every time we would be there during during the canning, you know, both me and Albert, 
we talk to we talk to the owner about a lot of the like Albert would talk a lot about the brewery part stuff that he that we need to get down, and then I would talk a lot about the business side, which is the kind of stuff that I like to handle oh, yeah. a little more. So I talked to him about like, he so he saw that we were really like knowledgeable, like you know you like, shit. Not only knowledgeable but very eager and passionate about passionate. it. Passionate, yeah, yeah, that's a better word about it, and and just to make sure that we want to like okay, like these guys aren't just a couple you know like little you know craft beer groupies in the corner trying to like. Yeah. Get these all these guys really want to do it and really want to su- succeed and and make a business out of this. So that's exactly that's what exactly we started talking about doing some sort of collaboration together, and then and and that's and that's when we got a really good connection with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've had other connections. We've had we talked to like Dry River for a bit. We talked to other other breweries for a bit, and mm-hmm. yeah. we're in the middle of things. And <clears throat> for one thing or another, you know, beyond both of our, you know, control, things didn't work out. But the interest has always been there, uh, not only for us, but from other, from other breweries towards us. The interest has always been there. That's good. Yeah, yeah I think it's good, and th- that just makes us very ho- very uh, hopeful for the future. But that we got going on here, and that helps us keep going, doing what we're doing, make sure we're always innovative, and just working towards our dream, pretty much, which is eventually opening up our own, you know, production and brand tap room. Mm-hmm. How many uh, breweries that open up from SoCal Cervezeros? Feather Serpent. Uh, there's another one. Feather Serpent opened um, uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I I can't remember another one. Uh, the process uh, three years about to open up uh, I think September. Yeah, if I remember right. They mentioned September. So they're next up. Uh, so is that the one that's that's this Friday? This, that's this Friday's meeting. Is okay, uh, that's so that's the one then. Next Friday, the seventh, the sixteenth. Oh, I, I thought that was next Friday. That was this Friday. No, next. Yeah, there's next a Friday. there's a there's a there's a brewery, but it's not even open yet. But it's, it's like a little tasting, little secret show on this Friday. Uh, Sarah Queen B told me I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll talk I'll, about that later. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll say something uh, like that. Whatever the 16th is, right? Is that when it is? Yeah, that's next Friday. Yeah. Next okay. Friday, yeah. So that's the next meeting. That's going to be at the, their spot. Okay. Uh, that's as far as, as far as that, that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah, I think the, the, the president joined in as promotions for another startup, mm-hmm. uh, Cerveza Mundial. Oh, yeah, Julio Trey, yeah. Yeah, so, but, um, I mean, so, but he, didn't, he has his own Norwalk brew house that's trying to get open. Yeah, and that hasn't happened yet. Um, uh, then it's just the bur- the bur- crew. I think so opened up in the winter time. Yeah, the, bur- the, the people from uh, uh, Salinas. Oh yeah, oh Salinas. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. about to open up. So I think they're third. So yeah, yeah, that's all I can think of right now. I think we'll see. Like in like in ten years, like everyone, all these little all these oh, home brewers are gonna start blowing oh, up. Oh yeah, ten years. Yeah, the whole yeah. face of LA is gonna be different. Yeah. I can see it. I think it's better because like you know when. You have like the Constellation brands, you got Budweiser, Coors, like all that. But it should be more like craft beers, all, you know, different types, you know, oh, like yeah. families, craft you know. Beer. Yeah, craft beer is amazing because not only not only do they do these, you know, the ales, um, Saison stouts, all these other reds, browns, yeah, blondes, all this other stuff. But they also do Pilsners, Mexican lagers, all these yeah. other beers that you want, you know. So even if you're looking, so it's like you don't have to go. It's like a one-stop shop, and you're gonna have several one-stop shops with their own twist and and culture involved into it. And mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what I don't I don't see why you'd want to go to a Budweiser or or uh, <laughs> or, or 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 any of these big things because all they do is offer you. Sure, they do it great, and all they do that that they really have to offer is consistency. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you can get something that you know that. That's different. Experimental, uh, outside, you know, thinking outside the box. 
that, that's way better. Yeah, it, it, it's a better choice. And when they can offer you a logger as well as what you're looking for, I mean, yeah. why would you go anywhere else? That doesn't make sense. I exactly. noticed with a lot of like the the big brands of uh, the Budweiser and all those guys, some of them they just leave their the beers outside. They're supposed to be refrigerated. So that's one thing is like, I don't know about that because yeah. I, I don't know about that. Sometimes that that contributes that also contributes to the uh, the taste that that, that everybody's, uh, everybody's that is familiar with. Uh-huh. With the uh, Running Rock, like you get that skunky taste. That's also for uh, yeah. the beer out there in the sun because what it does it because the sun goes right through the bottle. Yeah, it's called Lightstruck. So what it does it breaks down the the hops, and that's what gets off the skunky taste and. The the favorite the favorite that that, that everybody associates with the uh, Rolling Rock. Uh-huh. That's one of my that's one of my favorite stories is uh, the one about Rolling Rock. Yeah, is that they were bought out by this big company. I forget the name, but they were bought out by this big company, right? And they spent like literally like three million dollars on fixing the plant because it was it wasn't it wasn't they weren't producing beer the way they were supposed to. Things weren't as sanitary. Things weren't as closed in as they were supposed to. So they spent all this money, right, to fix to fix it. And then um, when they finally fixed it, everyone complained. Yeah. Everyone complained. They said it doesn't taste like yeah, a it. Yeah, right? Yeah. It doesn't taste like it. So they had to spend another, I think, million, million and a half. To put it back? <laughs> just to make it the way t- to taste the way it used to taste. <laughs> yep. Wow. Man, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, grow up, for me, grow up drinking those kind of beers, I, li- I like that uh, that taste. Just from mm. grow up drinking that Rolling Rock, I like I like Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock, you, like you put some you put some lemon, you put some orange in that shit, squeeze it, make it like a little Sprite soda. Yeah, turn, yeah. turn into a nice busy drink. Yeah. yeah, my favorite drink was a uh, Paps in Olympia. Oh, oh, yeah. Olympia, oh, that's a big one. And some Old Milwaukee beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, my last job I had was I used to uh, audit bars. Uh huh. And all the bars in LA, I audited all the bars in like uh, Fullerton, Costa Mesa, Newport. Yeah. Orange County, anywhere in Orange County. Those are all packs. You can always see fucking Olympia. Olympias? In LA. All the yeah. bars in LA have Olympia. Like, uh, Olympia beers. They used to carry that. Because uh, I live in Long Beach and there's a famous dive bar called Alex's Bar. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was say from uh, fucking True Blood. Uh-huh. And like $1 beer night, Olympia beers. Like, you know, for Sweet. karaoke nights. Like, when you know, people are like, and people are like, like, if you're broke, he's like, man, I only got 30 bucks last me, but I have this. Bring thirty bucks, you get thirty fucking beers. Thirty bucks, you get fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> we used to do fucking pyramids and shit like that. Oh, fucking oh, yeah. sixteen candles and shit. They <laughs> threw that nerd off the shit and fucked all the football players. Got fucking pissed, dude. Oh shit. We used to do period like pyramids. We just drink a whole bunch, but it was like water beer, but it would get you buzz here and there. Oh yeah. This guy's about those beers is about is about quantity, not quality. But you, you can't know? find those beers anywhere. Right. Only, 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 only if you get those like. From like a distribution or something like that, you know. Yeah. No, yeah, you can't buy them. I don't see them in the stores. Yeah, like Olympia, I don't see the stores. Anymore. You can't. Even, I can't even yeah. find the bottles of uh, for Pabs. You only have them in cans. Yeah, like twenty four packs, you know, or the top sometimes. Sometimes, but the bottles they say it's better not to get the bottles. Better to get just cans, because you know it just depends. <clears throat> I mean, less yeah. light. Yeah, that's also better. Yeah, no oxygen too. Less light. No oxygen. Better, uh, better fresh. Uh, it keeps the beer fresher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It keeps it for breaking down sooner. Yeah, so. cans are better. Yeah. Is there are there any like home brewers you keep an eye on? Like, well, you're like, ooh, I like their kind of beers. They're pretty good. Mm, that's a good question. I think was it that uh, the one from uh, Bola, right? Burning Bridge. Burning Bridge. That's when I was very surprised. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For me, like the way I see is that they, for me they came out of nowhere. I'm sure they have their own history. Which I would be love. Burning Bridge. Yeah. Burning Bridge Brewery. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Hear, I would love to hear about it. But okay. like I said. Not only the last event, but from other beers that I can think of that we had at other meetings and everything. Like, if, you, if I were to take all of that, 
combined from what I've, I've had from homebrewers, yeah, I think theirs really, really, really surprised me. Okay. I'm very hopeful for their future. Uh, and I like then, uh, West 11. West 11. West 11, yeah. Yes. West 11. Yes. I think I think they're following me. Yeah. Memo yeah. Nerasmo. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, those, yeah. those guys are really Yeah, those guys are awesome. They're really cool guys. I remember they DM me. It's like, yeah, I want to get in your podcast. It's like, West 11. It's like, okay, I've seen them. They always like all my pictures. It's like, okay, right. I'll see what I can do. There is, I'm also trying to get uh, the girl from Wasted Brewery. Oh, Janet? Yeah. Her. Yeah, it's her birthday today. She yeah. Did, did, happy, yeah, happy birthday. I know it was her birthday. Happy birthday. Happy yeah, birthday. Uh, well, actually, I'm going tonight to Glendale to ask, but they have a thing tonight for her birthday. For tonight. Oh, hell yeah. So, cool. Well, shout out to you, girl. Yeah, it's your birthday. Me. Get drunk. Get drunk. <laughs> Get drunk. <laughs> Get drunk. <laughs> yeah. So what's the, um, with for your home brewer, what's like the process of, of how many beers you're going to make for the events or it's just it just kind of depends when well, I look at the calendar you guys have and stuff you just go by just like the one that. from 1012 what's that one right there you got going that's on that's our our shit day uh-huh. that's the one we have every uh, three months uh-huh. and that's pretty much just to pretty much um, raise awareness of our brand and to get people here to, to drink our beer and uh-huh. try it out and yeah so every uh, shit day we do different uh, different beers I try to do it to where every time you come over to our shit next, you're not, you're not drinking the same beer twice. Mm-hmm. Try to keep it keep it fresh and, and uh, experimental or different, whatever. And we also, also we we have uh, you know free uh, free food or uh, or uh, games stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. We play music. Yeah. Uh, Where's it gonna be at? Uh, it's gonna be here. Here. Oh hell yeah! Okay. Yeah. See what's up. Yeah. At uh, Inquisitors Grand Central. <laughs> yeah. Take a lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely oh, take yes. a lift here because it's all parking. Parking is shit. <laughs> and work on those diet because you will do some hiking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a little hike, but at the end it's free beer all night. So yeah. <laughs> you definitely bring it off too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna have uh, yeah. It's uh, the shindig number six. Uh, it's the October twelfth. We're gonna have four beers on tap. We're gonna have excuse me free beer, music. We're gonna have all kinds of games. Oktoberfest type of games we got. We got Stein holding. We got other kind of games going on. We got chucking uh, contest too. Oh yeah. Oh, so wow. whoever wins the uh, the the Stein holding contest will win a T-shirt, hat, a beanie, and then the chucking you'll probably just win a, a hat or a beanie, whatever you want. Plenty of prizes. We got we got prizes. We got a, a lot of uh, merch and stuff. And then the music, and we have we're gonna have brats and big old pretzels and all super Oktoberfesty. You, you say bras? Girls. You say girls with bras? Oh what? <laughs> I hope the girls have bras, but no brats. Oh, about, like bras? Talking. I was like what? <laughs> oh yeah, we got those little nineteen hipsters, uh, rockabilly girls. Hey, well yeah. we know those bolesh girls. Those are welcome as well. I'm not gonna say no to them if they show up. <laughs> so, um, what's the future for for you guys as Hopper? Uh, the future, I guess, is to try to, you know, get go commercial. Uh-huh. And then, like we said, like, like we talked about earlier, like maybe for now, go Gypsy. And then eventually, somehow from that, you know, save money on the side and hopefully open up our, our own brewery and tap room. Mm-hmm. And also, there's also some uh, uh, plans in the future beyond that. But I think for now, just worry about, you know, establishing our, our own brick and mortar. Yeah. And then after that, we'll start maybe open another tap room with different with the different ideas of what beers we're going to pour out of there mm-hmm. but yeah that's pretty much it right now like if you guys have a tap room down the road like how many beers would you have on tap so if you uh, I would like to have 8 to 12 ooh okay. if not maybe 10 but I think or I think 8 to 12 is good but maybe maybe just have any sours you guys make sours too yeah we do uh, 
we do a goza, we do a bernier rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the we did the Welsh fermented pumpkin. Yeah, we did that too. We did the uh, open fermentation on that one. So I mean, we done stuff here and there, but I think lately we've been focusing on, on doing some more sours. Gotcha. So we've been doing more gozas, which is a German sour or German tart, tart beer, mm-hmm. Berliner Weiss. Uh, but eventually later on, I'm going to try to work out doing some uh, bread beers. Oh, bread beers. And more wild, wild fermentation and wild yeast fermentations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So eventually you want to have a beer for everybody to enjoy. Not just specialize in one beer. Just have a good good core beer, light up, and then have a one-off like a spread metal and go crazy rotating. with it. Like a, like a, a set of rotating tabs. Tabs? Yeah. yeah, so we can have our, our core beers, which, you know, will be fantastic and that's for everyone to try, uh-huh. all different styles, and then have a, a, a set of rotating taps where... Have like a different type of, like different guesses? That, that's where going to be where all, all our inquisitiveness comes out. <laughs> yeah. All our, all our experimental stuff, all the stuff that we want to see out there that we just don't see. You guys like the Willy Wonka's of beers. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah. We're trying. I think for a little while we uh, kind of stopped because I want to just try to focus on just brewing like, you know, Germans and do it right. Yeah. But that itch to be more Willy Wonka and be more experimental is coming back. So yeah. <clears throat> these beers are, or these uh, ideas I have have been going around since like for the past four years. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe uh, eventually next year uh, they'll, they'll come out. Like be more experimental and try something different. And some, something outside outside the box. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Uh, any last words before we log off? Like any shout outs you want to do, or any any events or down the road or what's going on? Let's see here. Got... <laughs> here we go. Take your time. The guys, the guys that I, I think that are, are are really you know giving us props and and that I think that are you know really doing really great in the home brewing game. And that I want to see much success as 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 we want to our for ourselves mm-hmm. are people like uh, um, South Central Brewing. They're fantastic. They're great. Uh, big boys. They've always been big supporters. Yeah. Uh, they're oh, really yeah. great. Um, Edgar, from time to time, when he has a chance, I know he's a busy. Yeah, very busy guy. So so he throws he throws us his little you know good job here and there, and that's great, and I appreciate it as much. Yeah. We, we really, really, we really, really appreciate when he like he came down to one of our shindigs. Is it cool. with SoCal Service Settles, Like, there's so many people. Is he like the? Well, I don't know. This is maybe me. Sure. But is he like right. the? Is he the face of SoCal Service Settles? Not by a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not no. him. But everyone. I think. I think it's just that he has a greater social presence. Yes. Yeah, so that helps us as a club so to get more want, out there. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I don't want to take anything away from him. I don't want to think I no. say anything bad. It's just about what what I mean as like he's not the. It's just that, the, the I think the face of a club should always be the president. Uh-huh. Ricky, I sometimes you always busy dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't make my kids. Yeah. Even though you're, yeah. even though yeah. you're always quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even though you're always busy. With my kids. You know, but you know, I, I think he really is 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 the face. He really does try hard. Uh-huh. I talk to him a lot of uh, of uh, on the side kind of things to he can explain mm-hmm. to me. And yeah. I understand a lot of things that he's really talking about. So it makes sense. There's a lot of politics when it comes to this. Especially, I mean, you're trying to control a club that has 150 members. Yeah. And you try to make everyone happy. That's in, that's incredibly hard. That's yeah, hard. hard. That's hard. So you figure, okay, I think from what he has as far as experience and what he has to work with, I think he's doing what he can. And he's doing a good job. I mean, Brujeria has, has always been really cool. You know, smoking from Brujeria. 
Yeah, Smokey, Jimmy, uh, Adrian, which is Augustine's brother. Yes. Has always been pretty uh, supportive of us. I like what we've done since the beginning. So the, the, these, are, these, are, these, are, these are, I mean, a lot of people that we're talking about are going to be from the club because yeah. I think that's what's been really huge. Yeah. It's all and, family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that. You guys all come together. Oh, yeah. If, even if there's like any situations, you guys talk and say, this is what we should do, we should talk about and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that's why you guys have the meetings every every month to, to, oh, yeah. to, let, to get everything out, like what needs to be done. It's to yeah. Get, it's to get the club higher and higher. And then after that, uh, uh, objective number two is to get ourselves as brewers higher and higher and higher. If anyone has yeah. any questions... They get brought up, so you are going to get any kind of answer or any kind of question you want is going to show up there. I remember uh, Ricky, uh, Luis Martinez told me that Ricky from uh, SoCal Cerveceros gave uh, Luis a job as head brewer at uh, Borders X. Yeah. SoCal Cerveceros. Yeah. And I didn't know Luis was one of the the first six members Mm. of SoCal Cerveceros. No. I'm not sure. I don't think so. No, he wasn't. It it was actually mostly Brujeria, the, the, the guys. Yeah. From Brujeria, because it was there was um, only four, five or four. Uh, it was uh, it was Ray, Richard, it was Richard, uh-huh. and it was Augustine. It was Adrian and Smokey, uh, Jaime, and then there was a seventh guy. It was only seven guys, and but it wasn't it wasn't Lewis, but I, but he he did join in very early. He was a member before we were. Oh okay, yeah. So yeah. he did join in very. I I don't know exactly yeah. when, but right. But yeah, he wasn't one of the first. There's a seven, and I think those seven should always get credit when 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 it's due, mm-hmm. because I mean, from seven to in in what less than four years, two hundred and fifty. Yep. That's it's a crazy. lot of people. It's a lot of home brewers. It's a lot of homework for Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Where hey, I begin, dude? We're at least keeping you busy, bro. Yeah, right? Fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be busy all next year. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I, be busy. If I can try to get, get all... If I can try to do all the episodes with all the SoCal Cervicetos and all the ones from the Baria <laughs> and the women, I think mission accomplished. Right. I think it'll be more. It'll be, the whole yeah. year. it'll be the whole year. And then after that, once that year finishes, now you have to do all the people that actually opened up. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So now you got the whole commercial version of <laughs> Fuck, man. See, thanks a lot, Ricky. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta do it. Well, thank you so much for being on the Mega Man's podcast. Thank you um, for having us. Oh, man, you guys are awesome, man. Yeah. And I can't wait. I will see you guys at Taster Brews. And when your beers are ready, man, uh, Mega Man will be passed out. I don't know where. Oh, but yeah. I, I, hope I can't, oh, I can't plan. <laughs> I hope it's gonna be at a tree next to our booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but I'm tempted about that little Jack Daniels whiskey right oh, here. Bottom, but I know, I know, I'm tempted right now, but I gotta go to work at 10 p.m. Uh, but plenty but of time, plenty of time, plenty of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> Other than that, uh, subscribe to the Mega Man's. Oh, I was gonna say, where can they follow you guys at uh, on Instagram? Instagram, it's yeah. Inquisitors Brewing at Inquisitors Brewing, uh-huh. and we have uh, Facebook also, InquisitorsBrewing.com on 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 Facebook. Uh-huh. We have a, a website, www.inquisitorsbrewing.com. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's uh, the, the best place to find us is always going to be Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's yeah. the best one. Yeah. The latest and greatest is going to come from there. And then uh, you can, um, if you want, you can DM us with your email address, join our email list. That's where you get a lot of the invites for the, the stuff that's going on that we're doing that may not be out and about. Mm-hmm. Uh, some stuff that we might be doing that might be. A little on the on the DL. That's you. So you'll get everything if you if you join our email list. Yeah. So yeah, that's where you can find us. Hell yeah, that's cool. Subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review. Uh, leave me those five stars. That guy who left me that 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 one star. Fuck you, dude. He's an asshole. Yeah. He had a username called Poo Poo Finger of Justice. 
I don't know. It sounds like a poopoo finger full of mierda. But other than that, uh, rate and review. Uh, you can find my podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, Radio Public, pa- uh, Pocket Cast, Stitchers, the whole nine yards. Other than that, guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast, man. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And I will see them at Taste of Brews. Other than that, we're out. Later, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Later.